Uh, it's, hey, it's, who, it's who you know, bro. Isn't that what you know? This is from the Big coming. House to the Penthouse podcast. <laughs> Stories of addiction and recovery. The lie is dead. dead. We do, do recover. What's going What's on, up? everybody? Welcome What's back to another up? episode of From the Big House to, to the Big House. Stories of addiction and recovery. Especially recovery. Addiction as, and recovery. You're right. As always, your host is Enrique, Ricky Cruz. What's up, my, co- my two co-hosts, uh, Raul Moreno and, and Ronnie. Uh, we won't say his last name, and it, but, but it's something to do with a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> what's up ronnie what up man what's happening hey man thanks for having oh, me once again hey man well this is your home bro Absolutely. this is your home you're 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 at home hey you're uh you're part of the you're part of you're the you're good you're you part of the dual place. team man i mean you're just say uh we're we're a uh what do they call it? a triangle i don't know what they call it, a triangle but you Three know what amigos. i'm saying yeah right on something like that Something like that. What's up, man? Well, how was your weekend? Uh, uh, let's start with you, uh, uh, Ronnie. How was your weekend, man? It was good, man. Relaxing, yeah. and then uh, I met up with Ricky. So that was even that was an adventure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we we talked about it, and I'll be honest with you, man. I had to reschedule the time like three times. We started off. He wanted to go party at five thirty in the afternoon. You know, he was like, "Man, let's um, at you know, bu- at a buffet, Golden Corral." Yeah, or- I think so. I think so, man. I told him I don't eat meat, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, and then we ended up we negotiated and we we met up at seven, right? At seven, seven thirty. Yeah, seven o'clock, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we ended up going to where did we go, Ronnie? House of Blues, the House of Blues, House the Foundation Blue. Room, yeah, the VIP. I try to show this. I try to show this guy, man. You know uh, the wonderful things that I experience on the weekends. Every, I, you know, I actually haven't been in a while. I haven't gone. I have I've, since uh, 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 we got that account uh, in 2019, and then uh, we in 2019 we started it to, at the Foundation Room, which is the VIP room there on top of the uh, the House of Blues in downtown. So we, we, we got that in 2019, man. And then 2020 hits freaking coronavirus, man. Yeah. And it puts everything in a halt, man. And I was like, man, I'm going to yeah have a great time. And so I think the rest of 2020, we went without. And in 2021, in, in March or, or, or something like that, it started back up. And and uh, here we are, man. We've watched some shows and we did two, uh, uh, we did some shows. We've done some dinners. And then um, Ronnie kicked off the party for uh, 2022. Ronnie man. and, uh, yeah. And, I, I, and saw the, I saw the pictures, man. Look, Dude, we had a great were, time. Were all those pictures taken there? They were all taken there. Yeah. Man. we They were all taken there. In fact, we sat in, and, and uh, I'm now I'm friends with Rocky, which is our, our concierge. Hey, check this out, man. Two recovering, three recovering addicts, man. Now we have a concierge. <laughs> hey, can you write, right? It does something, yeah. We can't spell concierge. I don't but... even know how to spell it. I don't even know how to spell it, but I got one. <laughs> but I got one. What's up, Rocky? If you're seeing us, man. If you're seeing us. In fact, he should be seeing us, Rocky. Um, they don't open the House of Blues. Well, House of Blues actually opens up Tuesday on, but a uh, foundation room VIP opens up uh, Thursday through Saturday night only. Nice. You know what I mean? So, because that's how uh, 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 that's how us white folks. That's how we roll. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Is that right, Ronnie? Yes, so and then sir. tell me, tell me how it was, man. How how uh, 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 well? First of all, tell them about your experience coming meeting us at the apartment. What happened? Oh. 
first of all, thank okay. you again for having me. Hey, yeah, Thanks was... for making me a co-host. Uh-huh. And uh, the lies, Deb, we, we do recover. We do recover, yes. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good experience. Um, I think it's good for people to get out of their comfort zones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I don't like to do too much because I'm kind of like a strict person. So myself. wait a minute. Do you you don't like to get out much? Really? No, I, 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 don't, I do. I just don't. I'm pretty strict. What do you mean strict? Or who, or who you who you deal with, who you go out with, or, or yeah, where you go? Both. Which one? Both. Both, really. Is it is it something to do with you because you're – so are you saying that and, – and tell me if I'm wrong. You're saying that you, you, you're you selective of who you go out with and, and, and where you go. Is that is it because of Ronnie, something with Ronnie, or something with recovery, uh, 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 the program? Which one? Or, or both? Elaborate on that a little bit if you don't mind. I mean, both. Both? Recovery comes first. Well, of course. But what I'm saying, well, recovery comes first for me too, right? It has to. But yet, I I kind of, you know, some recovering addicts may say, uh, damn, what's Ricky doing over there? Uh, you know, sitting at, 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 a, at a table and there's beers on the table on the other end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's not recommended. It's not recommended in the program. And some people, some old folks, old what they call out, uh, what do they call old timers may, may, may see my, some of my pictures and go, that cat's going to relapse. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of time. <laughs> but, uh, um, what do you think about that, Ronnie? Tell me about that. Because the reason I'm saying that is I like to bring that up because uh, it's been a subject before, right? On, uh, on you know, as we get a little, we get some clean time together. And you know what happens, man? A lot of times when we get a little clean, we get confident. You know what I mean? And we get, uh, what's that word that we use in the program? We get uh, complacent. Uh, complacent. Yeah. Complacency in our, in our, uh, in our recovery. Tell us, tell us, tell us your thought on it, Ronnie. And then I want to hear uh, Raul. Uh, my thought on it is I try to be very selective mm-hmm. of what I do mm-hmm. and how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important. Well, dude, but let me ask you this. And I'm sorry to interrupt all the okay. time, but I, 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 when I was using drugs, I was kind of selective about that, too. Is that ha- is that a pa- is there a pattern there? Because I was selective uh, on the people that I did drugs with. You know what I mean? And a lot of the times maybe y'all didn't, but I did drugs by myself. You know what I mean? I did. I, I I hid in the closet, or I, I hid by myself. At first, I did drugs with other folks, and then I didn't want to share. And then I was I was kind of like, I, I wanted to be alone. I, I guess some of that. Uh, what do you call that anxiety of being around other other people would set in, and I did paranoia. I guess let's let's say let's say what it is. It was paranoia. You know what I mean? What What do you think about that? What, that, uh, about, that, what what? I'm, about what I'm saying is it is it that it's is it uh or you just because you're just selective of what um you know do you know do you understand the question that I'm asking or, or yeah yeah I'll let you speak okay no so <laughs> to be you honest to shut up yeah. I uh I worked too hard to get where I got mm-hmm. so I'm very uh protective of the decisions I make because mm-hmm. you. I was so reckless before and now I'm kind of more uh, in depth with my thoughts. So I don't like to put myself in situations where I feel uncomfortable. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. I constantly did that when I was using. So why would I do that now? But don't we don't we in the program and, and, and I know we had talked about it, not really talking a lot about the program. Right. Because it's, we're not connected to N.A. Uh, yet uh, uh, we are recovering. Right. We're recovering addicts. I thought, what is your thought about it? some people say, Hey, listen, you, you need to make yourself a, get out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean, get off the couch and, and make yourself uncomfortable. Um, is that not the same thing? No. 
What's your thought on that? Um, you know what I'm saying? Because you said that you don't like to be put yourself in a position where you're uncomfortable. No, I, right? I, I don't mind being in certain situations. But right. I make sure I have been out mm -hmm. at all times. Mm. Okay. If I start feeling uncomfortable, it's time to go. Right, right. Me and my wife have a code word. I can't tell you what the code word is. Right. But uh, exit. <laughs> that's not <laughs> it. That's not it. It's but, not uh, exit. Fire. Fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, yeah speaking yeah, that, of fire. Yeah, speaking of fire. I know, right. We did have a fire. There was a we fire in my apartment complex. Yeah. Hey, if I don't mean to interrupt you, but who's Christopher McLean? Uh, uh, what does that say? He, he says, uh, I was selective when I drank. I did. I didn't like all day drinkers. Huh. How about the all nighters? <laughs> How about the all nighters? How were they? How did they do in that? Uh, uh, so what's the difference? Can somebody, can one of you two answer that? Let's, let's go with Raul. Raul, what does that mean? All day drinkers. What does that mean? Do you, cause uh, I know that uh, uh, you had a little bit with more than us, although with, with our addiction, a lot of times my addiction got kicked off with alcohol. But uh, uh, what do you what what is it? Can you answer that? What what is he talking about? Uh, I guess he. Uh, I'm a, I'm assuming like okay, so when when you get to the okay when you get to the party when you get to the bar, you want to be on the same level as everybody mm -hmm. else. You don't want to you don't want them to be five sheets in front of you mm -hmm. because they're already at that point where they're I don't know belligerent mm -hmm. and it's it's not. Well, I didn't find it. Funny. You didn't try to catch up. <laughs> well, I, you know what I mean? I'm like, I let me do. hurry up, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Taking a couple of shots and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let me get back, catch up to this fool, man. You know? I I definitely would. Yeah. Try. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, uh, that was the, uh, what you call it at the time, huh? So, yeah, that was, uh, I was selective when I drank. I didn't like all drinkers. Well, I guess I didn't oh, like I all drinkers. I read it yeah, wrong. I, that's bad, what I bro. thought you said. Yeah, it's not all day drinkers. It's just all this, drinkers. This thing right yeah. Here. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I didn't like all drug addicts either. <laughs> you know, selective <laughs> and who, because I didn't want to share my shit with this. some of these Bogart some bitches. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want them to ask too much to, for too much stuff. You know what I mean? That's yeah, it. Yeah. So, um, okay. So you're the, there was a fire and then uh, Ronnie, we, we made it to the, uh, we actually, Raul, we, we went to, it was, was it Friday or Saturday night? We went to house Saturday. of blues. Saturday. Tell me your experience, man. I'm sure you and, and your wife talked about, uh, afterwards, what was your experience coming in? Cause to me, when I first time I went to the foundation room, Houston, uh, I uh, mean, it's like walking into a different world, man. Low lights, uh, kind of like uh, Indian um, gods all over the place. Who's that? Is that Sheba? Is that Sheba? Is that that Sheba is the Indian god? Is that is the elephant with the ears and the, uh, uh, the, the he has a name. Those gods there in the back there. Those are in Hindu gods. Did you know that? Yeah, well, stick with me. I'll learn you, bro. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm um, those I got, are, yeah. I got one God. I'm not worried about well, that. Well, I know, but, the, you know, we respect everybody's uh, uh, choice or of whatever, course. right? You know, right. this is a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, but yeah, that's what that is. You know, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't pray to them, but I do respect anybody's choice of what they do and what their, what their beliefs are. Right. But, uh, I think it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool that, uh, like, you know, Buddha, Buddhism, you know, they have Buddhism, if I'm saying it right, has some pretty cool features, you know what I mean? Um, you know, whatever they may be, or, you know, we, you know, I absorb them and I look at them and I say, Hey, cool. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I got this deal going on over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
But uh, so anyway, you walk in and your wife walk in. And what, what was your thought about that, man? Was there any anxiety or any kind of, uh, man, I, I got to leave or anything? Or no? No. I mean, I've been in situations like that before. Oh, yeah. In your, in your 13 years of recovery. Well, yeah. Yeah. I go to a restaurant. They sell alcohol in a restaurant. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it really doesn't make me uncomfortable. But like I said, I, I always have an out. Right. Like if I start to feel uneasy or don't like the situation, I can change it. Hmm. Well, you know, and that's kind of what, you know, that Lisa and I early on, what does crazy say? What, what are these handsome devils? Huh? You know what? I, uh, I don't understand why I have to sit in the back. Ronnie's, they, they put Ronnie in the front. You know <laughs> what I mean? He must be the most uh, handsome devil of them all. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Thank you for joining us. And Christopher, thank you for joining us too. And, and for your comment. But, you know, uh, yes, Lisa and I actually have when we when we started to go out and, and, and especially when we moved to Houston, uh, we started visiting more and more, you know, places. And dude, one time we went to a, a crew, a, a club called Crew uh, there in downtown. Have you ever heard of them? Dude, it's like walking into a uh, walking into a uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Just a bunch of young folks. Um, you know, you can smell a lot of things, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff burning. You know what I mean? And um, we're like, hey, OK, you know what I mean? Yeah. And at least I walked around. We we uh, we walked around. We were just like, hey, these guys are young, man. <laughs> and, and they're smoking uh, funny stuff. So uh, I was like, OK, let's go. You know what I mean? And we walked <laughs> out and we was like, hey, that was an experience, man, you know. And I guess, and you know what? I guess you guys know. I don't know if you were there, Ronnie, when I when I shared about um, about going to a Snoop a Snoop Dogg concert. Were you there? Did I tell you that I went? Did you know I went to a Snoop Dogg concert? Oh yeah, I did tell you, mm -mm. or I didn't tell you. you well, didn't. You did I, well, I went. Me. I didn't tell you what I did, man. And there was a lot of pot being smoked. I mean, a lot. In fact, you know, the pot that I was that I was used to that I used to used to be smelling back in the day when I smoked pot. Uh, smelt a lot different than this pot for some reason, man. It was a boat and shit. And you know what? Dude, I was I wasn't even worried. You know, I wasn't worried about me relapsing or nothing like that. I was just, I really actually had a really good time. Um, I had a really good time at a snoop. But you know what I did? I I did what what I'm supposed to do. The next morning, that was a Saturday night. Sunday morning, I went to a meeting. I went to a meeting and I talked about it and somebody else shared about them going to Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens? Is that was that the old the old uh, uh singer from Cat Williams? Cat Williams, right? Yes, Cat Williams. He's a he's he's a comedian. Comedian yeah, Cat yeah. Williams, yeah, yeah. not Cat Stevens. Cat okay, Stevens okay. is the old uh 70s uh composer or, or songwriter from the you know soft rock 70s or some shit, right? Yeah, you're old. You're the only yeah, one. I'm who old, knows that. Yeah, I'm old, yeah. But right. uh okay, Moving let's on. see. So yeah, they they shared so I opened the platform talking about that I went to see a a a, 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 um, a uh, Snoop Dogg concert in my experience and and, uh, and then they shared about that and we opened up the the floor for that. And other people shared about, you know, situations kind of like that, you know, and it was kind of cool. You know what I mean? Because it took the worry away uh, of me going, man, you know, did I do something wrong? And you know what? Maybe I should not, you know, go next time and blah, blah, blah. And But, you know, something weird. That I never felt like using. I didn't feel like using. I was just like instead I was like, you know what, man? Hey, the other people, they want to smoke, they can smoke. And if they don't want to smoke, they don't. If people want to drink, they can drink. All I know today, Ronnie, is that I can't drink. 
I cannot smoke weed. I cannot change my way of feeling, right? Be it with, with, for drug, sex, alcohol. Well, you know, drugs and, you know, drugs is, uh, alcohol is a drug, sex, food, everything. I, I obsess. I obsess over things, man. Maybe it, I worry about things. So I have to control uh, my way of thinking, you know, and, and a lot of times that's key. What does Rachel have to say? Uh, can somebody you read it, Ronnie? She's uh, she's connected to you somehow. She said, Ricky, how do you feel about spending the majority of your time in places where people were using and doing things that you don't necessarily partake in anymore? I a great question. And I, I guess I answered it a few minutes ago. I I can go to an orgy and uh, and not, not but I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be there? I, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't participate. I think I would like to go watch. <laughs> I'm sorry, my daughters were listening. No, that's not true. I was kidding. Uh, how, let me see. I read that again. Ricky, how do you feel about spending a majority of your... Okay, can I underline spending the majority uh, of your time in places where people are using and doing things that you don't necessarily participate? I, uh, I wouldn't... Well, I don't spend the majority of my time. You know what I mean? I don't spend the majority of my time, so I wouldn't know. And I don't want to spend the majority of my time in those places. You know what I mean? Because the more time I would spend, the more time I think it would be, my mind would start telling me I get used to that. And that's that's going to be the norm for me. You know what I mean? So I don't think it would be safe for me. I think I think she says it because a lot, you know, people that follow you through social media, uh -huh. they only see the parts that you post and a lot of Part, you know, a lot of places that you post are mm -hmm. concerts or, mm -hmm. or uh, you know, concert vineyards. Mm -hmm. Is it vineyards? Vineyards? Yeah. Vineyards. Vineyards. Yeah, vineyards. Uh -huh. Restaurants. You know, things like that. Exactly. I think that's why she was she was stated majority of your time. Well, but that, uh, but the, but listen, I, I also post a lot of uh, when I go to to a uh, when I, I I I think I post more about going to meetings and meeting up with if people follow me, they're gonna see that you know uh, with all due respect, Kenny. You know, and, and we respect each other's last names for, for the anonymity. Uh, I, I meet on a regular basis, man. Every see, and, and some of the things that people don't see, and I, I guess I could be more vocal about it, is that every Sunday, for, and I've been doing this since I've been digging back into my program. I've been, look, Raul, the thing is, we get complacent, right? And, and all due respect to Rachel's question is that we all get complacent, whether it be on our diet, whether it be about, uh, 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 you know, putting deodorant. Sometimes we don't, you know, in the mornings, I don't put them on because I put it at night and blah, 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 or vice versa. We get we get used to things. And so I got used to uh, uh <laughs> yeah, I'll answer that one here in a second, uh, Cindy. But uh, uh, so we get complacent. Now, uh, I going on 11 years of recovery, right? There's been spots in my life where I just quit going to meetings. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about months. Yeah. But and then you know what happens, man? That that mindset, that setting goes in about, well, you know what, man? I'm not like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I have, you know, I I, uh, I look around and I'm like, well, no, man, you're, you know, you're pretty fucked up. I I uh, I've never <laughs> did shit like that. You know what I mean? No, I did shit worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, when I really really think about it. But see, and this is where the people in the program, the the, the people that like Ronnie. 
you know, and I'm going to tell you, and I don't know if I finished this, 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 uh, this, this, this deal, but Ronnie remembers, man. And this is why I appreciate Ronnie being in my life. I appreciate Raul being in my life. And Raul, it says, I have, Raul and I have also had, just like Ronnie, we've had some intimate conversations, man. That I, and I appreciate you guys being honest with me. And, and, and if y'all ever talk to me, when you ever to ask me something, I'm going to be honest with you. Well, we want it. Well, well you're right. And, and, and one time, uh, and Ronnie remembers, it was a couple of years back, we were at a hamburger joint, man. And, um, I never forget it because I, 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 I felt like running him over with a car, him. but yeah, him. Yes. Cause he told me some shit that I didn't really like, man. You know, I was like, yes. I, I was, I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting a different reaction as dudes. Right. Yeah. And I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with him? But uh, <laughs> was it, was it wasn't, it, do no. I, do I look cutely short? Yeah, something like that. You think these are low enough? <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. <laughs> you think these are low enough? No, but uh, I, I, I was, I, and that wasn't really a question. It was a comment of something. And he was like, dude, nah, man, you know what? That ain't cool. And I was like, ah, oh, man. Whatever, dude. You know, uh, but later on thinking about it, I was like, you know what? This cat's real, man. Yeah. You know, I, I need to hear shit like that, man. I need to hear it. I, Ricky Cruz, a recovering addict, the one that comes up with all these wonderful fucking ideas <laughs> about my own life and what's best for me, uh, needs to hear shit like that, Raul. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Ronnie, I need to hear it. Um, you know, cause that's kind of the things that my sponsor used to tell me too. And I needed that, you know, that slap in the hand or that, you know what, dude, no, I'm not going to coast on your shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, my pen's out of ink for you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my pen is out of ink for this shit. I'm not going to sign it. Uh, and, and now, and Ronnie, I, I mentioned this, uh, I mentioned this because the other two cats and I won't say no names, Jeff was there and it, he said nothing <laughs> about it. You know what I mean? He's just like, you know, like whatever, but Ronnie stood and I said, you know what? They don't think a man, you know, and nothing, you know, nothing about my other buddy, you know, he's a good dude too. And I love him. I love the shit. I was just playing right now. Um, but uh, uh, Ronnie said it, man, and he he was a thorn on my side. And later on, I was thinking, man, why did he react that way, man? Is he just, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all that thinking came through. But I was like, well, this dude, you know, I appreciate him being honest. And I think, quite honestly, man, uh, I think after that, dude, I started looking at this cat a little different. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and, and we started talking a little more, man, and then a little more and a little more. You know, what is that? Cheech and Chong? The, you know, the, the Christmas, uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, man, I don't remember. But anyway, yeah. so, uh, yeah. And, and uh, I don't know how we got on that subject, but uh, so, yes, out of Rachel's question uh, uh, about uh, that. Uh, we have more questions. Some what of are these, they? these comments. Go ahead. Yes, it's, I think it's great advice for any situation. Take control, leave if you feel uncomfortable. That's good. Uh, he, he was agreeing with you, Ronnie. Uh, we got Christopher Tree. His name is Tree. Okay. He's like 11 foot tall. Yeah. Uh, I saw him uh, a number of years ago. I was working private security and I got to meet Snoop. Nice guy. Mm. Son, that meeting was on Monday. I was there. Oh, well, talking about Ricky. Yeah. yeah okay. After, after it was Sunday. You're right. And that was Monday. You're right. Thank you for that, Rachel. <laughs> Yeah, it's putting me on blast. <laughs> Ronnie, talk to your girl. And he just said her name. <laughs> yeah. We, I, we, don't know, we don't know her last name. I found that yeah. places I used to party at were boring after I quit. Well, no shit. Not me. And <laughs> you know what? Not me. I dude, I, I bring the party. I, I bring the party to the place, man. I really do. I think so. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I like to have fun, dude. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what it is about uh Ronnie that they say. 
that how am I going to have fun now that I don't drink? You know what I mean? All that bullshit. Dude, I have never, I'm having the time of my fucking life, dude. I mean, I'm experiencing now things today, yeah. Raul. Yeah. I'm feeling things. I'm seeing things and I'm remember, I'm remembering the next day. We see, we see it, man. I remember, well, it. what I'm saying, you know, y'all see it, but what no, I'm no, saying I mean, is like, even oh, in and me, face, yeah. But, you. Well, yeah. I mean, my own person, y- y'all, when I was partying, everybody remembered it too, but it remembered a bunch of bullshit <laughs> related to me <laughs> because I left nothing but a bunch of bullshit behind offending people and, and, and going to jail and getting attorneys and all that kind of bullshit, right? And I thought that was having fun. You know what I mean? But uh, uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm having a great time, man. And, and uh, when I hear somebody say, all right, I see, read these memes, 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 uh, which is, how oh, am I going to have a good time now that I don't drink? I'm like, you fool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess you just have to experience it, man. You have to experience it. You know, I um, even today, sometimes I think to myself, I mean, I'm very lucky that I have a wonderful wife and and I love her dearly. Uh, and, and check this, just that alone. I would, I used to before, dude, about 10, 15 years ago, uh, 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 guys, I couldn't say in front of uh, two other dudes that I love my wife so much. It yeah. was it was something that I just couldn't say. It wasn't like a dude thing. You know what I mean? My dad would probably, if my dad would, or the men, uh, you know, it would be like, what's that, wrong with this guy? You know that, what I mean? That's that old Mexican that's shit. That's that old Mexican about. shit. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what my sponsor said, dude. Is that, you know, with the machismo, yeah. the machismo, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, my brother be, if he do be my, one of my brothers be doing that bullshit, he's pussy whooped. You know what I mean? <laughs> get that, get that hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? We're men over here. You yeah. know, you know, like, uh, and my wife, y'all heard me talk shit to her a few minutes ago, but she knows that I'm kidding. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She, I do it on purpose, yeah. you know, because she does, I do that to her. She does that to me in front of her friends. It's just a thing that we have. <laughs> People go, he's an asshole. Don't let him talk to you like that. But we, it's a thing that her and I have. You know what I mean? What do you, what, what about you, Ronnie? Let's, you say something. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> He look, he, he'll talk for like uh, 15 minutes, yeah, and then he'll come back to the conversation like the first, seven first hours ago. From the first, yeah, and yeah. he's like, What do you think? Okay, let's see. Well, answer some of the, okay, let's see. Answer some of those questions you got. What we That's, got for him? Cindy said, You post that sexy ass, <laughs> sexy, sassy mama of yours, yeah. Yeah, they said I got to keep the other women off of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She says, Lisa says, uh, you better tell those bitches that I'm a redhead and I like to fight. She says, Lisa says. <laughs> yeah. And then we got Christopher. He said, uh, numbers, the night, the number of nights, what the, the name of the nightclub I saw Snoop at. Yeah. Oh, numbers is the name of the club I saw Snoop at. Damn. Numbers, yeah. Yeah, that's over there off of Westheimer. Yeah. Uh, old club numbers. Yeah. Able to stay in the moment unclouded. Mm-hmm. I think that's what uh, William is saying that he enjoys now. Mm. Right, right, right. Without um, drinking and whatever. I like that. Right. Man, it's a lot of things, man. We want to touch up on a couple of subjects, man. We okay. want to talk a little bit about an- anonymity. Anonymity. That's a good question. And, uh, how how it affects our subject, us yeah. in our professional lives. And does it? Yeah. And does it? Uh, who wants to go first? You want to go first, Raul? Are we in her? Oh, much no. You? No. Well, no uh, uh, Ronnie, then you go ahead, man. You, Are you uh, sure? I'm absolutely sure. I'm going to shut up for about 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, that's a lie. I'm already, I'm already you, tired. You want me to hit the mute? Hit the mute. Yeah, shut his mic off. Mute the shadow. Yeah, I hear you. Um, the whole anonymity thing. 
You know, when it comes to my so occupation. So first of all, can we say so? Can you tell, <laughs> just tell us what anonymity is, though? Just let's start with that. Start because I don't know. Some people don't know what anonymity is. Yeah. I didn't know. Go ahead. And now, now really be quiet. Anonymity is letting people know that you're not part of something when you are part of something. Okay. So I don't need to tell you. Anonymity is if we go to a store and I see you there, you don't tell anybody you've seen me there. Mm -hmm. That's what anonymity is. Really? Yeah. So if I see, if I Google it, that's what it'll say about the department store. Maybe not to okay. the complete <laughs> okay. definition, but, but for me and my occupation, what right. I do for a living, mm -hmm. um, I have to pick and choose who I tell mm -hmm. because you got a lot of people that are judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even if it's, 13 and a half years ago, they still place judgment on you and want to know. Um, because some some families might be turned off by it. Well, I don't right. want I don't want this type of guy taking care of my family. No, mm -hmm. no, that makes sense. You know, so um I kind of pick and choose what I do mm -hmm. and who I tell. But uh because really if people knew what I really used to do, they wouldn't want to be around me. You know, society out there, mm. they wouldn't want no parts of what of what we. But what we're doing today is totally different. What are we doing today? We're living. Mm. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to what you said earlier. I uh, we get to live, man. Mm. Mm. And I, I like to travel myself too. You know, me and Ricky travel a lot, and it's a it's a beautiful thing, man. To, to to be homeless and eating out of trash cans to going wherever the fuck I want to go when I want to go. Right, right. That's fabulous. It's amazing, isn't it? Recovery. Recovery, Recovery great man. Feeling. You know, it, it, it's, it's, I have a blast, mm. man. You know, mm. that's how you have fun, not drinking and drugging. Man. Go do stuff that you enjoy that makes you happy, that fills your heart. Mm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Go do stuff that really makes you happy. And you know what? Sometimes, and I know I was going to be quiet, but I want to add my part to your conversation. That man. was Is like that, two and a half that minutes. That was two minutes. Thanks, man. <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I feel a little awkward posting. You know, I'll post a lot. When I go out of town, I post everything I do, man. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And sometimes I feel a little um, that people may think, well, you know, this guy, what, why is he posting so much? Is he showing off? The, what? No, dude, I want to let the world see. A lot of people know that I've been, I, I hit, I went under the ground. You know, yeah. I didn't hit the ground. I wasn't, you know, I didn't just hit rock bottom. I hit under the, uh, the rock of the bottom. You know what I mean? And I like to, I'm just saying, man, I like to share, I like to share all the wonderful things that, that are going on in my life. Every bit of them from flying airplanes. I mean, not flying them, but coal piling them, you know, to, uh, you know, well watching dude, you know what I mean? Eating cherry. I was eating cherries, uh, in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> you know, while watching, uh, watching, uh, whales, you know what I mean? Lisa's like, what are you doing? I said, I stole these cherries and I brought them on the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, you're ridiculous. I said, oh, no. You know, uh, okay, go ahead. Ronnie, read that question. Will you? Yeah, go ahead. So would y'all say that addiction is like the ring that keeps trying to draw you to use whatever your choice is, even when you are in recovery, like it always, like it is always drawing to that is in the back of your mind? I mean, addiction shows itself in many different forms. Yeah. You know, even after we get clean, I start being obsessive, compulsive. That's an addiction. 
if I'm obsessing over something so, that so I can't what's, control. What's the difference between an addiction and a habit? Addiction is when you do something, and even when you want to stop, you can't stop. That's a, addiction. Well, for me. a habit is something you do over and over again. Right. You create a habit. You know what I mean? Addiction, I, in my opinion, addiction, man. I think that we're born with it. You know what I mean? Releasing your addiction, man. Is is that's why there's some of the our literature says releasing that addiction all over again. You know what I mean? We obsess. Some of us, uh, 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 some of us obsess. You know, over things and releasing that obsession again. Now creating habits either good or bad you know what i'm saying is it's is, is, is habits can be created right uh, addiction i think and, and 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 some people may argue this that addiction isn't a problem you know what i mean or it isn't a mental problem it's you know i don't know the studies or whatever you you're the statistics guy <laughs> that, on, that, on, on that one right hey, but we yeah. did, I, I i changed the subject we didn't answer the question okay what was the question uh misty had she said uh i'm sorry i don't think i Okay, never mind. Should I read it again? So would y'all say that addiction is like the ring that keeps trying to draw you to use whatever your choice is, even when you are in recovery? Like, is it always a drawing to that is in the back of your mind? Um, does anybody, do you understand that question? I think I kind of understand it. Wouldn't uh, answer it, Ronnie. She says a ring like the movie. Like the movie, the ring. I, you know, I, okay, so I don't think it's always in the back of your mind. I, I think once you start your recovery process, sometimes you got to keep working it. Now, I'm going to tell you, there are certain situations that brings my addiction back. Now, I'm going to tell you, man, and, and this, I, 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 I'll, be, I, I'll be the first one to say it, and, and maybe people won't say it, but to me, honestly, I, a lot of my addiction uh, uh, was is connected to was connected to uh, 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 certain you know to sex, you know what I mean? It was uh, uh, you know so and some and I know this is gonna be weird, it's gonna be whatever, but look, we're here to talk the truth, at least me, okay? Uh, 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 the, my choice of drugs and my uh, 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 you know a lot of things related to to my choice of drug was related to sex, you know? And so when I would think about, that's why we do, we do some type of work, man, about not seeing like, uh, um, you know, getting away from porn, you know, and, and, and all that kind of stuff you know, that it brings our mind to, 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 to places that we don't want to go. We don't want to visit, you know what I mean? And it brings back old memories. And I'm going to tell you guys that, I have had many conversations and I don't know if I've had it with y'all, but that I, I, I end up saying, I don't remember a lot of things. And I am so glad that I don't remember a lot of things because I, somehow my mind has blocked them and I am so blessed. In fact, I kind of don't even remember. I vaguely remember what my choice of drugs would make me feel like, you know what I mean? Um, and, and even when, I, I would probably think about what it would feel like. I play that tape forward and go what it would feel like the next morning, yeah. you know, uh, of what it did to me. You know what I mean? We have another question. Yes. Yeah, uh, would you say that you replaced a bad addiction with a good one? Uh, well, I'm running out of money from all these cars I'm buying. So I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, man, that, that could be dangerous. Ronnie, answer that for us. Oh yeah, it can be real dangerous. In which way? Um, because you can just trade one addiction for another. Okay, well, give us an example. An example buying of good buying cars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you run out of money 
and you're obsessive compulsive about it and you well, really tell us about yours no let's not talk about mine let's talk about what you would would uh your experience on what you would trade uh what one of your addiction you would trade yours i mean do you collect do you buy do you uh, uh tell us about yours yeah with a good one with a good one yeah tell us let's let's pretend he's talking to you so i had a uh i had a money issue too mm. and i felt like i had to have it right then you know like money I, no like things okay okay and it costs money to buy things yeah 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 and so i would have this obsessive compulsive if i seen it i had to have it well that's the same way i was in my addiction when i was using drugs if i even thought about it mm -hmm. i would go do it mm -hmm. so that's why i say addictions show different times and different situations mm -hmm. with different things mm -hmm. you know that's the beauty of it but i can recognize it today mm-hmm Not to say it didn't come with some bumps and bruises, because mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. Yeah, yeah. What? I'm far from perfect. You are? I'm not perfect. That's not what you were saying the other night. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that mm. one. Keep going, Ronnie. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was, I'm good. I said <laughs> you're that, done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricky, Now, can I say? Because he's going to cut in three more times, so I just figured I'd cut that. it. You know, just keeping you on check. Ricky, did you have any childhood trauma? Uh, I did. I, I, well, it just depends. Trauma. I think we all have uh, uh, some sort of. Um, it seems like we all have had some sort of trauma. Either, you know, mommy issues, daddy issues, didn't love me enough, didn't care for me enough. I uh, loved my brother more than my than me. Uh, my mom loved my uh, my sister. Did more for them. They got more gifts during Christmas. Is that, is that trauma? Um, for me, it kind of was. For me, it was because I always felt less than, bro. I always uh, felt less than, and, and it gave me a complex, you know okay, what I mean? Okay. That I wasn't good enough for other people. So look, man, if my parents didn't think I was good enough, how the fuck was I going to know that I was good enough for somebody else? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why today, you know, I, I, man, you know what I did this morning and I don't do this all the time, but I do it when I think about it. I called every one of my children. In fact, I didn't call them. I text them. Yeah. I text, you know, today and I've been doing this uh, almost uh, well, I, yesterday I, I hadn't talked to my daughter in about a week, Megan. And I won't say her name, but uh, she uh, I hadn't called her in about a week and a half. And then, <laughs> yeah, I had. So uh, I called her the other day. Uh, actually, I text her. She's like, oh, it's good to know I got a father. She says, right. And then I was like, oh, mama, I'm so sorry. It's just, you know, I, I'm just caught up and. Uh, I got caught up at work and I know I've been taking a lot of time off and, and stuff, but this week I've, I'm a man short, you know, I've got one of my service advisors up in the front. He's, he's on vacation. So I'm stepping in. Right. Um, and, uh, so I just said, look, I'm very, very sorry, but look, here I am today. Right. I'm calling and I'm texting and I love you so much. And look, give me a chance. I'm sorry. And I'm, I'll come see you this weekend. And uh, I'm packed. I'll pick up one of the boys because she is pregnant. And uh, I'm going to try to give you a hand. I said, I'm not going to make any promises because yeah. if I make a promise today, Raul, I have to keep it. So I told her, I say very well, I'm not going to make any promises, but I'm going to try. <clears throat> so I, uh, I did that. I, I'm making those good habits today. I text every one of my kids uh, and they all responded. And uh, man, I felt so good. I felt so good about myself as a father. So, dude, I try to do these things, making these good habits. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm creating these good habits to get to get uh, uh, to get uh, 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 to get my life together. You know, and to keep going. I'm also, and I think I told you. I'm not sure if I told you, but I, I'm 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 using a calendar now. Did I tell y'all? I'm so proud of myself. I told my therapist on Friday. I said, "Check this out, man." I pulled out my phone. I go, "Check it out." He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, it's a calendar." I was like, um, "Yeah, but check it out, man." Look at all the colors, man. I've got every day. There's like yeah. six different colors because everybody that I'm going to have an appointment that I need to call back or I need, I have lunch, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's on my calendar and it gives me, I, I give myself three hours of notice and then an hour before that. And dude, I'm on top of my That's shit. Good, oh my God. That's in good. fact, I'm so much on top of my shit that Kenny and I were supposed to meet for lunch today. I mean, for 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 coffee. It's our regular Wednesday coffee, Kenny and I. But he called me uh, uh, yesterday. He says, "Hey, man, I'm over here at the coffee, man. I guess uh, uh, you're not gonna be able to make it. Ah, trip, man." I said, "Oh, man, I'm on my way." He goes, "No, don't worry about it, man." Um, you know, we forget. Well, I get there. I said, "No, wait for me. Wait for me." And I make it to to Starbucks, and we had our coffee and all that. And I'm looking at my. I pull my calendar up. All of a sudden, my thing comes up and says, coffee with Kenny tomorrow. I'm like, Kenny, man, you're a day early, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was a day early. It wasn't me. It was him. I said, look at my calendar, man. Every Wednesday for the last month and a half. Uh, anyway, yeah. Well, what about what, what about, about you, you Ronnie? Yeah. Did you have any childhood traumas that you feel like affected you in any oh, way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple of things that happened. Um, you want me to go in depth? Um, yeah, if you um, like. Uh, my sister died at six years old, so that was that was pretty traumatic. How old were you? I was a uh, uh, ten. Damn. So oh, wow. yeah, it was it was pretty Sorry traumatic, that, and uh, you know a couple other things, but that was that was the main one, you know. And uh, I just started to feel like I was in survival mode at a mm. very young age, oh, wow. and it's not because of my surroundings or who was who who was helping me grow up. It was just my thought, my my addiction was already showing itself at at ten years old. I mean, I so think of it this way: mm. when you're a young kid and you start doing stuff you're really not supposed to do, what do you think that is? Misbehavior. That's what we call it then. Mm -hmm. But if you look back at it now, I was I was showing addictive mentalities and different things. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it. I just didn't put the dope in my body yet. Mm. So, so give me an example of something that you use that you said at 10 years old. Oh, I used to steal mm. at a young age. I would steal yeah. like clothes and stuff like that. Like it was an obsession. Mm. So that was something, but is it because y'all couldn't afford it? No, it's just because I wanted to do it. Oh, okay, okay. And so what that would, that would start where I would obsess over it. Mm. Another thing where if I needed it, I would go get it regardless, regardless of the consequences, regardless of whatever I did, mm. I was willing to pay the consequence, even at 10, you know? So, um, I knew I had issues mm. early on. Mm. I knew, mm. I don't know if at anybody 10. else knew. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I could, because you were stealing and you said, did you, so when you were at that age, you were like, man, why am I stealing? Did you think about that? Or no, it was just, just you know, it was just childhood, whatever. It was cool yeah, or whatever, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, mean, I wasn't trying to psychoanalyze it at the time. At 10 <clears throat> years old, I was just like, <laughs> you know, maybe this is just normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe everybody does this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. She said, uh, cool. Um, I, Misty wants to know, 
trauma that triggered your addiction. Mm. So is it, do you think anything that, that happened in your childhood traumaed your addiction? You know what, people, I've heard people say that in the rooms, man. And I, I well, I don't know, maybe it does for them, but for me, no, it doesn't. <clears throat> you know what, uh, what, uh, what would trigger my addiction? Um, uh, certain women, <laughs> you know, cause I, what I talked about earlier, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. that would trigger my addiction. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you know, I, uh, um, and the reason I married a redhead is because I'm, 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 I'm just flabbergasted over redheads. And I, so I got one, you know what I mean? That <laughs> way I, I keep my addiction at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, uh, uh, so yeah, you know, the, now I'm going to tell you, man, that early on, <clears throat> you know, the, um, I'm going to tell you when my, when I thought I had a problem, I know he was talking about stealing at 10 years old and, and uh, I'm sorry to, you know, to hear about your sister, Ronnie, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's a heavy thing for you to deal with at that age. But to me, <clears throat> dude, you know what? And I don't know if I ever mentioned this in the, in, in, on the podcast, but I remember being a teenager, man, maybe 15, 16, maybe a little older, 18, dude, that I would drink. I would, oh, at that age, man, I was over drinking and I would pass out. And you know what, dude? But I wasn't, I wasn't a, a person that, that would, 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 a mean drunk or, you know, get blah, 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 blah. But I would uh, get very defensive and I would get into fights, man. And I would come home from parties with torn shirts. Church. I wouldn't remember, you know, busted eye, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a little older and then you start going to jail. And dude, it was just like, why can't I have fun like every fucking body else? Why? I had a cousin, dude, that just loved to drink. In fact, sometimes he would drink for days, you know, a couple of days, right? My cousin, they would, they would party Friday and Saturday. And, um, and, but they were like this. They were like these sippers. And they'd be laughing and playing cards and, and you know, blah, 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 social. And they, he, they, they had, he had great friends and they all loved each other, right? And me, no, man. And I don't, I, in fact, I don't even think they like me around them. You know what I mean? Because I always came up with some bullshit. I, somebody would offend me and it was, you know, it was going to be a fight or whatever, right? And um, so I dealt with that all my all, all my, uh, my my teenage years, my 20s, my whatever, you know, 30s, I think also early 30s. And then uh, finally, man, when I became when I was like 38, 39, when I uh, when I got addicted to uh, we got introduced to crack cocaine, um, you know, that was heavy duty. You know what I mean? And then there is where my addiction is that, hey, here we go, man. We found that. We found what we love, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And here we are, you know, uh, here's Johnny. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I all went down here from there, man. Yeah. And I'll mean, I tell you one thing, Ron, I remember going to Dr. Bowie. My wife at the time took me to see Dr. Bowie. And he said, see, I was making a ton of money back then, man. I mean, I wasn't just a mechanic. I had my mechanic shop, but I wasn't just a mechanic. I had other things that I had going on that weren't illegal, that weren't legal. Uh, I remember she took me to see this doctor and, and, uh, uh, and I remember him telling me, listen, son, I'm going to tell you something. If you don't stop what you're doing, you're going to go broke. I remember thinking in the back of my mind, doctor, you don't know the kind of money that I'm making, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But sure as shit, guess what? <laughs> he was right. <laughs> he was right, man. But, uh, anyway, I remember that clearly. And I don't know if any one of you two have a story like that, you know? You're, um, hmm. I'm trying to, uh, again, okay, so Christopher says, I used to tell people that I had an addiction to do, to do to pain. Oh, to do, do to pain, pain, yeah. Yeah, and my addiction was giving. It was a great feeling. 
I was addicted to helping others and helped others before helping myself since it felt so good. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I see that. I didn't understand that question. Can you, what do you, can that you, wasn't a question. Oh, okay. It was he, just he, the was same. Making, he was making the same. And John says your story hits home about stealing shit. <laughs> well, give it back, John. <laughs> give it back. What's up, John? Good to hear from you, man. Thank you for joining us. So, man, let's, let's huh. so do you have triggers? Me? You talked about triggers a little bit. I, I, I do. I, I do. Yeah. But I, I talk about them. You know what I mean? And, and some people are scared to talk about them, man. And it's okay. In fact, my, you know, I, I have my wife. I talk to her a lot, man. And I, I, I get honest with people, man. I'm not embarrassed anymore, Raul. I'm not embarrassed to say what, what's wrong with me. You know what, dude? Because just like the bad shit that's going on in my mind, I do it. I try to do good. You know what I mean? I try. Hey, it's about balance, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's about balance. Man, look, I'm fucked up. I am, you know, excuse my French, man. I am a mess, but you know what? Yeah, I'm a mess, dude. But you know what? I have a heart, man. And I know I have a heart. And you know what, dude? Sometimes I do too much for people. And I think to myself, you know, I'm just going to quit helping people, man. I got a cat that I've got this cat and I'm not going to say any names, man, that I, I helped a couple of weeks ago. Right. And he and I feel like he paid me back wrong. You know what I mean? But you know what, dude? I'm not I'm just going to let it. I'm, I'm going to let it go. I let it go. You know why? That's not going to keep helping for me helping the other one. Cause you know what, dude, I'm going to tell you why Ronnie, because if that per, if they would have, somebody wouldn't have helped me. If that person was tired of everybody else's shit and didn't help me, where would I be? Where would I be? If probably, that guy would have given up on me, right? I probably not today. here. No, probably absolutely not, here. not. I'd probably be six feet under. Cause that's the way I was going. My daughters wouldn't be in their own home. My ex-wife wouldn't be there living with them. You know what I mean? Uh, and Lisa wouldn't be here. Robert wouldn't be. Nobody would be where they're at. Everybody that in my life is in a direct result of my recovery. Everybody that I love, because, you know, I'm going to tell you something. And sometimes uh, I'm going to tell you something, Raul, and I'm not embarrassed to say this because I, I, you know, at times I feel bad and I feel guilty. When I got back into recovery, man, my only goal was to get my finances back. It was, and I'll be honest with you, and that's not why we're supposed to, but that's what I did. And I did a fabulous job, I think. You know what I mean? And now I'm turning my way around. Now that I got what I needed to get from me and my family, now I'm turning around and I'm investing my time back into recovery. This has got to do with the podcast and the Sundays when we go pick up guys from the Salvation Army with Mac. You know what I mean? It makes me feel good. You know what I mean? It makes me feel It makes me feel good to come from my downtown apartment to here to feed my dogs and and, and add water to my plants. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 so, you know, that's what I do, you know? And, and uh, so what about you, Ronnie? What do you do for your recovery? What are you doing currently for your recovery besides, you know, uh, uh, working on your house? So and going to meetings, you know what I mean? He called me out, huh? Yeah. yeah. So uh, as you know, mm-hmm. me and you have been trying to do a lot more outreach. Right. Well, yeah. That's huge Absolutely. for me yeah. because... I can't keep what I have if I don't give it away. Right. We can't keep all this shit to ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's selfish. Mm-hmm. You're doing that. You're selfish. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I can see myself getting out of myself to make sure others are getting help too. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, if that was the case, I'd be dead too, mm-hmm. for sure. So if somebody believed in me. Somebody thought, "Hey, he might be able to do this." Mm-hmm. So why can't I have that? 
that also that same compassion for someone else. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the times we can see ourselves in other people and it, they just need that spark mm. to change, you know? And a lot of the times they need the spark and the will. They got to want to. But absolutely. But when when somebody believes in you, it changes everything. When somebody says, I, I believe in you, you can mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. That's a big fucking deal. Mm. So, okay, so people can believe in people. And I could say, I want the best for you. And then they still go a different way. So, uh, I, okay, so, okay, I see what you're saying in a way. I see what you're saying. Well, we talked about this a couple of shows ago, man, that us, us, and when I say us, I mean us three, right? Dude, for us to take a drink, to take a drug and take a drink and do one of that, some of that, dude, it, today we have, we've been clear of the addiction. We're not, I mean, we're addicts. We have that in us, right? We, and just like our, our, our literature and our, our whatever, you know, we, we, we open that addiction all over again. It's in our, it's in our wording to our, whatever those three, those things are put there for a reason. When we open up our addiction all over again, it would be irresponsible of us. Uh, Raul, look, that's why we do the work, man. We, we, yeah, we keep our side, you know, all this work. bullshit. We keep our side of our, our street clean, man. We sweep it up. We do inventory. We say every night, and I'm going to tell you what, and, 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 and I don't say this to nobody and I'll say it to y'all. But at night, my wife and I, man, and we, we, a lot of times in the mornings, we, I tell her all the things that I do wrong towards her. You know what I mean? And, um, she doesn't tell me shit, but I tell her <laughs> and then she, she, she's watching, she'll, she's a witness. I tell her all the time. Hey, listen, babe, I'm sorry that I offended you. And I'm sorry, but you know what, man? And, and if, uh, and if you're, and if I'm just doing this too long and, and then, you know, because you're, and you're not going to forgive me, I, I get it. You're, you're perfect. You know what I mean? I just, I'm the lucky guy because I married a perfect woman. You do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm asking from you is patience and understanding. You know what I mean? I do. I tell my wife that dude, and I'm not embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Honesty, man. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. Uh, Missy said, "Honest, honestly, honesty goes a long way." Uh, people have to be honest about addiction. Good job, Ricky. Thank you. Finally, somebody recognized me. Thank you, Misty. I get no love from Ronnie over here. She said, "Good, good for all of you staying sober." Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Misty. We're trying. You know what I mean? And, and this, I think part of this podcast is keeps us grounded, man, keeps us accountable, you know, and, and lets us know. And we're going to be doing a lot of wonderful things, man, that we've got we've got in the works. You know, uh, we've got a lot of wonderful things right now. COVID, uh, uh, we had a uh, thing that we had going on that we're supposed to uh, go to today. Uh, also is it next month I will be talking, uh, my, I will, I'll be sharing my story at this, uh, uh, masquerade. I'd like to uh, put it on the website for you on, uh, on our, uh, on this website here for the, uh, from the penthouse to the uh, uh, big house or the big house to the penthouse. Uh, if so, any, if anybody would like to come, uh, uh, to the masquerade ball, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of people and great food, uh, in Webster, Texas, um, I so, think it's in October, right? I think so. I, yeah, I, 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 we'll put the dates yeah. on there, man. So for anybody, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be exciting. Some people are going to uh, newscast and all that's going to be there. So Missy says you can believe in someone, however, they are the ones that have to believe in themselves and do the work. Uh, go ahead, Ronnie. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Ronnie. Answer that. Well, no. I, I agree. What was the question again? She said that you can you can believe in somebody, but that individual is going to have to want to do the work. Yeah, they got to do the footwork. Yeah. You have to do the footwork. Uh-huh. 
you, I can't I can't sit here and say, Ricky, I want you to get clean. And just because I say that, he gets clean. Right. Dude, but does anybody understand that this is very hard, though, too, man? I mean, it's not that easy. What, addiction? Uh, no, we're getting clean. Oh, getting no, clean and staying. No, no, no. Getting clean and staying clean, clean man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every time, every time something happens, you know, I and now I hear some people come into the group uh, uh, or come into the meetings talking about, oh, uh, I can't pay my light bill. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go use over it. You know, I, in my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong and I don't want to offend nobody. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? I do, and I'm sorry. And if you don't like it, you know, fuck it. Call somebody. I don't know. But me, I, that's, I think so. Now, I'm going to tell you something for me is that when I, if I would argue with my mom, you know, that would make me something that would really hurt me inside, I'd be like, you know what, man? Forget all this shit. You know what? Nobody loves me. Uh, mom, you never from the beginning never loved me anyway. You love my brother more. You know what? Fuck it. I done lost it all. I don't have my children. I lost my children. My ex-wife divorced me. What the fuck do I have to lose, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you feel me? Dude, I would be easy. What would be the easy thing to do? To forget all about it. Use. Just take that hit, man. Drink a beer, right? Because that's what we're used to. That's what we're used to. When somebody passes away, what's the first thing they do at the when they bring food? They bring alcohol, right? We talk about all oh, the great, how great this person was and blah, 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 right? When somebody's born, same thing, right? A Christianing, what do you do? Food and beer and you celebrate, right? Everything that we do when we mourn or they drink and you get high on some places. And, and when somebody's born, you, you know, every situation, it's just like I'm tired also too. Every time they that one of my family members wants to celebrate, we got to go eat. You know what I mean? The first time, let's go eat. Everybody wants to eat. I'm trying to lose weight. Everybody wants to eat. That's my struggle today. Go ahead, Ron. So I got a question Which, for y'all. Go, go ahead. So let's segue into what you were saying about, let, let's go to reservations. Is there any things that have happened since y'all have got clean reservation-wise? Like if you said, if this happens, I'm going back out. I'm going to start using again. Have there been... Oh my god. I've, I've, wow. I've had multiple things happen uh in my early recovery. You know, for for me, it was my stepdad passing away from, from cancer, you know, and, and uh I told myself, I said, you know, if something happens to him, I'm going back out. Really? And you actually said that to yourself? How many how, how long ago that was, was this? My, that's when I was in my first year of recovery. Oh, okay. You were early in recovery. But were you still yeah. looking for reasons to go back out? No, I wasn't. Isn't that a reservation? Or no? What is a reservation? A reservation is just saying if something's going to happen, I'm going to use that as an excuse to go do what I want to do. So mm. an excuse. Excuse. That's what I'm saying. But the yeah. beauty of it is, is I didn't fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But you got you got, this, you got the heart, the, the what do you say, Ghana? The, the 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 will the the yeah the will yeah. the will yeah you got the want to and you, you I mean even you got thirteen you got thirteen years in right now but right? at the time he he was only a year clean I didn't have a year clean I think I had nine months okay but you think about it now he's got thirteen years and he's mm -hmm. still doing the work mm -hmm. but but okay now let's let's uh, after but, recently no, have you had any reservations recent when I say recently in the last five years five years and and uh, hopefully Rachel's not listening no. <laughs> No, no. I got it too fucking good. Yeah. Why, why, why the fuck would I? You, you're being out? honest. You're being honest with me, with if us. I, yeah. If I wasn't being honest, I wouldn't be sitting here. Right on. 
Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, and I'm not trying to offend nobody, but I'm just saying. Hey, there has been nothing because I'm gonna tell you what, dude. I'm gonna too. Hell, it hasn't been that long ago that I thought about that. You know what? I thought about it. Would I do it? Probably not. But I thought about it. I'm gonna tell you what. You want me to tell you? Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Oh, sure. Go ahead. I like just me asking the questions type of thing. That's okay. Um, did you have a reservation when your dad passed? No. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't no. mean to bring that up. That's a no, 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 no. That's good. I, I'm going to tell you to what know. I did. When I wanted to take my life. That I did. I don't. That right. wasn't a reservation to use, but I wanted. I felt I was hurting so much that I wanted to. take In fact, I, I was Sunday. The the Sunday my dad passed away, I left church, and I was going. My dad was at the hospital over there in Clear Lake Regional, I guess. And I remember um, Eugene was still alive at the time, and he says, "Hey, you might." keep seeing your dad as much as you can. Right. I think Eugene knew something was up. Right. Cause my dad's cancer had come back. And when I remember calling Eugene and telling him, Eugene started crying. And so I said, man, he knows something. Right. Uh, uh, anyway, I remember leaving church and I don't remember Willie's or anybody else was, but I was heading to, to, to the hospital and I was going to take an exit for that, uh, uh, for that exit for the hospital off of Gulf freeway. And I was hauling ass and I met, I almost hit that, thing where you exited they had like this thing like a wall and i said man i remember thinking for a minute man i should have hit that motherfucker man i wish i would have hit it and i had my seatbelt on because i was hurting man and i didn't know my dad was gonna die uh i went straight i passed up the hospital and i went to clear lake uh meeting i went there and it just so happens that i and i wasn't gonna share man i cried what i shared i was i i i, I was hurting man i was like you know my dad's in the hospital and he's and he's got cancer, man. And I don't and blah, 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 man. And, you know, uh, this one girl shared, man, she's a nurse. And uh, and she so happened, man, she came to me after the meeting. She goes, hey, listen, man, what, where's your dad at? What room? And I was like, he's in, you know, I think he's in blah, blah, blah. She goes, you know, I'm a nurse there. She goes, I'm a nurse there. She goes, I'll, 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 I'll look after him. I was like, man, you know, and I don't remember her name. I never thanked her either. You know, things got fuzzy. But no, I never did feel like using. I uh, but I did feel like hurting myself, and I thought about it. And um, but I'll tell you, you asked that question about the reservation. I did. I you know I have had these thoughts that uh, if I get a life-threatening disease like cancer, um, I thought that I would probably use. But and then I changed it. I said, no, I won't use. <laughs> Those are the reservations you're talking about. I, I, I'm these stupid convert, these things going on in my head. No, I won't use. But I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go take care of three people. And you know what I mean? I'm gonna take care of these three people and I'm gonna take them with me. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and and um, and that's still on the table, actually. <laughs> To be quite let's, honest let's, with you, let's not say, let's not say that. <laughs> we uh, well, I'm not saying any names, yeah, but uh, yeah. uh, you know, hey, the good thing about all this is, is when you flip the reservation. For me, like my stepdad did pass away from cancer, uh -huh. and I just got my one year chip, uh -huh. and I put it in his casket. Wow! I flipped the reservation. You know, like the thing that I said I would do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
He said, I'm sorry. He said, the three people, are you going to take them to dinner? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah. But that's the beauty of it. Take him dinner, yeah. That's the beauty of it, man. You know, I can. And so who, did anybody tell you to put that in the in the casket or you just did it on your own? No, I did it on my own because he was one of the first people that believed in me. Yeah. And thought I could really do this. Mm-hmm. Even after seven rehabs and being homeless multiple yeah. places. I mean. Like that's why I said when somebody believes in you, yeah. you use it as motivation. You know, that, you know. Okay, that I agree with. I I agree. Somebody believes in you, use it as motivation. But you have to put the work in. That's, oh, absolutely. You, know, you have to want it, dude. You know why that nobody believed in me? Yeah. Nope. None of my family members. Nobody believed in me. You know who believed in me? My sponsor. Nobody else. Yeah. Nobody else, dude. I, I went there, man. I mean, I went when they say I went there. I went there. You yeah, know when he I mean? first came in, I was like, this motherfucker ain't gonna last long at all. He's out of here. <laughs> Dude, it was just like, I mean, you know, I, I I kind of I didn't do this on my own. If my sponsor, if I would have never met my sponsor, man, I wouldn't have been here. He's the only one that believed in me, man. And you know, I um it changed you know, everything. It, it changed everything for me, man. Exactly. He changed everything for me. It's you know, it, it was he was amazing, man. He was an amazing friend. He was uh uh, dog on it, man. He got me through my relationship with my mom, fixed the relationship or even things that I use today. The reason that I visit my mom today and I love her dearly, but I can't stand being around her. The reason that I have a relationship with my mom and I forgive her because sometimes she still offends me and I don't think I offended her. Maybe I do. I don't know. You'd have but to. Ask, we'd have to bring her to the show, right? And then we might even bring her to the show. You offend uh, her? I, I don't think I offend I'm a, I'm her. Speak, I'm gonna speak on your mom's. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You probably I do offend her. her. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But we'll answer for you, Mama Cruz. Know, yeah. Mama Cruz, Come we got you. Come we got to her you, Mama Cruz. But you know, really, dude, the reason that I still go and I humble myself and I go with my, my as they say in Spanish, I don't know if they say it in English, but when you put your tail between your legs, right? Like, yeah, yeah. right? Do they say that in English too? Is that a saying? Did you, when you put your tails, your tail between your legs, yeah. like a dog, right? Like You're dog, like, yeah. okay, uh, I do that for my mom, even though I know she's wrong. I still go and I forgive her for her being wrong. You know what I mean? And I go and I sit there like I did this morning. I went and sat down with her for 30 minutes and I've had enough. <laughs> and then I left. But I still go. Christopher said, uh, take them to dinner at Hell's Kitchen. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest, man. Since I started my recovery, I, I never thought about going back. I haven't because I love my life now, man. Mm-hmm. I love the people. I love the person I've become. I love everything that that I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. standing for something, and I feel like I, I can uh, represent the the veteran community in a mm-hmm. in a in a sober yeah, way. Let's, yeah, let's let's give shout a shout out to Raul. Mm. I did this a couple couple weeks ago. What'd you do? Raul does a lot for the community, man. Of course, he, he doesn't does. just do this podcast. He's uh he's very entrenched. In the veterans, uh, not only recovery, but um, just helping them with the process of trying to get back into civilian life, also. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, we try. Raul is not a one trick pony. Let's just no, get right, out there right, right now. He, hey. he is not no, a one no, trick absolutely. pony. Yeah, so, absolutely. shout out to Raul and thank you for everything you, that you do, man. Thank we really you, appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Rose, uh, the real deal, man. He's uh, he he. Uh, in fact, I haven't seen you out and about here lately with your uh, but usually you and um, I see you out in the uh, 
you know, promoting your out, you know, at, at, at events. It's I haven't too, seen you in a while. It's, it's too, too fucking hot. Come bro. on, man. Come on, man. You do? Shit. I don't even want to get in the car. Hey, I swear to God, the other day I walked out of the house. Around, you could have swore right. you saw something melted. <laughs> you know, I, when when I was overseas, man, uh, we were, you know, the temperatures were always in the three. Really? Three digits, man, three digits. Um, 220, I mean, 220, 120, you know, uh, and that's not even with gear on, bro. And, mm -hmm. I, and, you know, one of the things I said when I came back to the United States, I said, I'll never say it's hot in America ever again. Mm. There it's hot. It's a little damn warm here, though, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, but the, we didn't deal with humidity up there. It was different. Mm -hmm. But it's a little warm. Yeah. It's actually very warm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we got a... Who, here we go. Cindy, now that you all are recovered, what did you at least... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. What did you like least about your friends and family during your journey? <laughs> I know, I know, I know support is important, but sometimes folks that don't understand push agendas that are not helpful and recovery. Great job, guys. Let me read that now that you are recovered, and we're not recovered, Cindy. We're 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 on a journey of recovery. Uh, I don't think we'll ever reach that the 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 end of the road, right? It's it's a process. We will. Uh, I I think in, that Ronnie and and, uh, and Raul may agree with me on this that uh, recovery is a journey we will never reach until uh, until you know the the good Lord calls us home. You know we will take our recovery with us. You know if we're fortunate enough to, uh, if we stay the course and stay uh, you know vigilant. But uh, uh, Raul, what about you? Did you want to answer that uh, about our family members? What do we like least about your friends and family during your journey? Uh, what is it that would bother you about your friends or family, Raul, during your journey? Hey, nothing. Nothing. Actually, my, my my family and friends are very supportive. Uh, they wouldn't try to push anything on me once they knew that I was taking my serious uh, addiction, my my issue serious. Um, I had nothing but support. I'll be honest with you, bro. Um, my, my brother was a was a huge supporter, and you know it's it's crazy though, cause, uh, you know I want him to see the light one day, mm -hmm. and he was going, he's still going through his thing, but he was very supportive of me, making sure that I was successful in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, mm. yeah, your brother, my brother, okay, um, well my parents too, man. Everybody's has been very uh supportive and like when i started when i started my recovery mm -hmm. uh okay so every time that i hang out and i do crazy things a lot of times it was a, a few places here in Pearland, right and you know when you start they tell you don't be don't be near this don't be around this change your environment your place people and i said oh yeah yeah so I, I did it and then i i sunk my addiction into something completely different I, I, I wanted to help mm -hmm. and continue to help. Mm -hmm. And then all my focus went there. Like I was literally breathing this. I'd get a, a particular location like seven in the morning. I'd stay there till like 10 or 11 at night just because I, I wanted to help this place succeed. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it was during COVID and, and things like that. I think that that was a lot of my savior right there. Man. Mm -hmm. Like I pushed myself to want to 
to one. But I, I didn't oh, that's have cool, man. my that's, friends and family were supportive, man. Uh-huh. That's I, good, good. That's good stuff. I know support is important, but sometimes folks that don't understand push agenda. Oh, okay. What about you? I'm sorry. You had already read that. <laughs> um not everybody was supportive. When you started. You? When I started. Yeah. And uh I respect it. Supportive in a way that they believed in you, or supportive like, hey, do this shit right here. Um Maybe both. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no book that we can read that what the right answer is to somebody who has an addiction. There's no perfect book to read to tell them or or how um, families deal with the issues also. Because now we can look back. You know, it's easy, it was easy when we were in our addiction. Only thing that mattered was our addiction. Now you look back and you're like, well, maybe I could have. I was an addict and I did all this stuff, but the people that didn't support me, I respect it. I still respect it. What do you mean? People that didn't support you while you were in active addiction? Or what do you mean? Or, or were you a clean? So when I was, in, so when I was in active addiction, <clears throat> a lot of people believed as they did with you too, I'm sure too, that you weren't going to make it. You will be another statistic. And that would be it. Shit, I didn't believe. Exactly. So, I get it, but I don't get it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Mm -hmm. because if that was me or my or my kid, I'd be like, "Hey, you know, uh, I believe in you." Even after seven rehabs and all that other stuff, but I, uh, it was it, it was a blessing in disguise. I used it as motivation. I say it's all the time, but don't use pain as a motivator, but that's always been my greatest motivator is pain. Without no pain, there ain't no change. That's it. It's like it's like having haters, man. Exactly. I, I love having haters. I, I do. I, I thrive off of it. Because I, I, I love proving people wrong. Cause you know, when when you're smoking rock in the closet and you're doing stuff you're not supposed to do and I'm I'm shooting up, it's real easy to say, Hey, he's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. It's over. Yeah. But then you come out of all that shit and then the people that, that didn't believe they gotta sit back and be like, What the fuck? I expected him to die. You know, and when you don't and you come out the other side, it's beautiful. Not only for them, but for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, because I tell Ricky all the time, you ain't gotta love it, but you damn sure gotta fucking respect it. And I stand by that. Ricky, I, I know you got. He is lost for words. I cannot believe this. This is the first <laughs> hey, time in history. You cut his mic off. I don't think his mic was plugged in. Damn, what was that question? Damn, Cindy, why you ask shit like that for, man? What was that question again? God that, was damn good, it. that was a good question. Yeah, that was a good uh, question. She says, uh, "Now that you are uh, okay, sorry. Now that you all are recovered." I guess, yeah. What did, did you I, at least about your, what did you like least like about least your friends, about your and, friends family and family during God your damn. journey? Well, you know, what I like, I, I like least about my journey in the beginning, Cindy, um, was that people, uh, my family didn't think I was going to get it. Uh, hell, the people that I just, I had just met didn't think I was going to get it. You know what I mean? 
Um, the people in my life that 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 knew me that I mean my my family members that they, they didn't think I was gonna get it they thought I was lost cause. I uh, um, I remember, uh, dude, I, I remember feeling so alone. You know, I remember feeling feeling so alone, and I had family. I have, you know, my sister, she tried to help me as much as she could. I um. You know, so I, I'm I I have this utmost respect and love for my sister. I love my brothers too, uh, but my sister, man, she 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 tried the best that she could, man. And, and my mom probably my mom and dad didn't understand. They're they're still like I think they were still like, uh, uh, hey, why don't you just stop? Whatever it is, see, my, they didn't know what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't know that I was smoking rock, right? Uh, and I don't even know they, if they knew I was also snorting cocaine, a shit a lot of it, right? Uh, I think they knew it was some kind of a drug. They thought it was marijuana, <laughs> right? But uh, um, uh, when I started to get clean, uh, nobody believed that I was going to make it. That I Not make it. They didn't, I don't think anybody knew I was going to die, right? I don't think they that didn't cross their mind. It's just, look, you're losing yourself. I was becoming this different person when I was, you know, walking into rooms and and I'm I'm walking into rooms, right? And I'm renting halls and I'm closing restaurants and making shit happen. Um, I get my addiction takes me to where I'm homeless. I've got no money. I'm I'm begging for twenty and thirty bucks at two or three o'clock in the morning, right? Uh, 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 my lights are off at this, my two story, two and a half story brick house. You know what I mean? I'm set all of a sudden my cars are being sold and my ex-wife is telling my mom all these stories that things are going on at the house. Right. And everybody's going, what's going on, man? Um, so I, I, uh, you know what, man, I'm going to tell you something, man. My, my, my dad believed, my dad always believed in the person that I was. I'm going to tell you, man, my dad always believed in the person that I'm at. I am today. The person that I'm at, I am today. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. And I know this sounds corny, but a lot of the things that I do today, my career is because I want my dad to be proud of me. I want my dad to be proud of me. Yeah. I am not really sure where my dad is spiritually. Uh, uh, people are like, your dad is here and he's listening and he's watching and he's blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, thanks. You know, I'm not quite sure that I believe it, right? But I, I just want to be left there, right? I don't want nobody to try to convince me otherwise. I have my, you know, I, I hopefully my dad is watching and I'm, man, I do everything I do because all my life I wanted my dad's approval. I wanted him to, I wanted to make him fucking proud. And he was always disappointed in me. He would be very proud of me because I would make these great deals. I was like the Mexican fucking Donald Trump, man. I'd make these great <laughs> fucking deals, man. And he and then I cut my dad off. You know what I mean? I'd break him off every time I sold something, yeah. even if I sold a goat, man. I'd I'd cut him off a piece. And every time I came with his money, man, he'd be like, hey, Thank you. All right, I'm going to the game room. I said, You keep rocking, man. And I and see, he I was his money making machine, and he was so proud of me. But then I would go to jail and I'd get drunk and offend somebody and then he'd be disappointed, you know? So all my life it was that, man. And after I lost my old man, after I lost my dad, man, uh, in fact, I remember uh, the day that they, they cremated him. I was, I was, uh, I, I, my dad died Sunday morning, uh, at Sunday night at like 9.15 PM. And he died with me by myself, you know? Uh, that's another whole freaking feeling, you know, uh, why he chose me or if he even chose me to to leave 
while I was with him by myself. Um, uh, 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 the Nick that night, you know, of course I called all the family members, let them know that what happened. And, you know, the next morning, dude, about three o'clock in the, about six o'clock in the morning when they're wheeling my dad out of the room, covered up my brother and I were walking behind the body, you know, man. And they're taking them, I guess, to a nice room. I, I you know, to keep them cold. Um, and I remember, man, the next morning, that was Sunday night, Monday morning, you know what I did? I went to work. Yeah. <laughs> I went to work. I went to work. They were, they were like, hey, where are you going? I was like, I'm, I got to go open the shop. They're like, where are you going where? So I, I'm going to go open the shop. And I, no, 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 come here. No, I'll be back. And dude, I went and I opened the shop and I just sat there, man. I just sat there and just sat there at the little shop. I just sat there, you know, and um, I don't remember. But anyway, I... Uh, I'm going to tell you something, man. You know, I remember that because you know why I went to open the shop? Because my dad always said, you need to open the shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. raining. It's thundering. Uh, even if I die, you open the shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, dude, I've opened the shop ever since ever since then, man. And and um, the rain or shine, you know. So I, my addiction, my one of my um, – and, and to, this is a further question that was one of the, uh, uh, I told uh, one of my friends, and I won't mention his name, uh, Ernesto. I said, listen, I, I traded one of my addictions to, to becoming a workaholic, yeah. Raul, and it came into my favor because I became, I, I have become a little bit more financially uh, 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 free, right? Uh, one, number two, my obsession to eat. I became vegan. I turned, I'm turning my addictions over my, yeah. my, my obsessions. Now I eat, I became a vegan. Now overeat vegetables. Isn't that something? You That's know what crazy. I mean? So do you understand what I'm saying, Ronnie? I'm over here, you know, and, and uh, uh, I, <laughs> and I hear you. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Cindy. thank oh, you for bringing that up, man. Now he's done. Yeah, I'm done. First off, let's say, let's say congratulations to David, David, He's got 68 days sober. What's man. up, David, man? When you coming on the show, man? Congrats. It's a big deal, man. We need to get you in here, man, so we can talk about those 68 days, brother. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. And we got a question right here from Misty. She said, what made you want to stop after the seventh rehab? I think that's for Ronnie. Well, I want to ask you to oh, say that me? Oh, no, 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 no. That's for Ronnie. I want to hear his answer, and then I want to hear yours. Hmm. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Don't say that. I was. Give me something original, man. No. <laughs> I uh they, they tell us something that that happened to you that said, "Hey man, this is it." You know what I mean? This is it. I've had a fuck enough. You know well, what I mean? Well, I told you about me being at the, across the street from Star. Okay, we'll tell her that. She's the one and, that asked, uh, you know. And he loves like making a question into three questions. I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> to be honest, yes, I man. called out to God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what changed. My dad asked me that one time. He said, what changed? I said, I, I finally called out to God and asked for help, sincere help. Not just I'm pulled over by the cops and there's drugs in the car. I don't want to go to jail type mm -hmm. of prayer. Mm -hmm. A genuine, like, I fucking give up. I need help. And you're the only thing that can help me. So that's what it was. It was God. It's always been God. It's always going to be God. Mm -hmm. So who I choose to call my higher power, what 
you guys can call it whatever you like. That's fine with me too. Uh, it was God, man. It was absolutely God because I know after I started to get clean, a lot of things fell into place. Not of my doing, because of my doing, that's that's where I end up on the street. My will, God's will is way better than mine, for sure. Mm-hmm. Did I did I dissect your forty eight question? Uh, <laughs> I'm just repertoire? listening. I mean, you're, I'm just listening <laughs> to what did it for you because my answer is kind of different. You know what I mean? Well, tell us how many. Rehabs oh, you want to hear mine? Yeah. How many well, no. I mean, when I went to, let me see. I got kicked out of two, three. I think I went to four rehabs. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth one was the was the charm for me, and what did it for me, man, is the um, <clears throat> what did it for me. I remember clearly. My daughter, Ricky, the youngest. Yeah. I was at the rehab during Christmas, uh, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve and my birthday. So from December, uh, uh, November, December, January, and February, right? Um, and my, my daughters had moved to Bronzeville to leave, to get away from me. And one of the times, uh, I think it was around Christmas time, they couldn't come at Christmas, so they came before or after, I don't remember. But Ricky... My ex-wife and Chrissy and Ricky leaving the rehab and Ricky turns around and dude, she would never cry. Um, Her eyes were bloodshot red. She was just going to get in the car and they were like, Ricky, get in and Ricky get in. And I'm looking at her. She's looking at me and she's her fucking eyes are bloodshot red. And I'm like, this is it, man. This is it. And, um, dude, that I, I, uh, I made it this right there. And then I made a decision that I was not going to be away from my children. That's the first time. The second time was, I uh, cause there was other times that I wanted to give up. Right. I mean, not in rehab because in there I was under, in a controlled environment, I was safe. So I felt good leaving rehab was another thing. I was like, oh, shit, now I got to leave. You know, my time's up, man. Yeah. It was a, uh, we had this big talk, you know, the the the, uh, the instructors there, whatever you call them, said, hey, listen, man, take all your tools, man. Uh, take your tools, don't leave them at the door. And they went through all this bullshit, you know. And, uh, but, you know, another time was that uh, when I said I have to get this, I used to have to go visit my daughters at a, uh, in a safe home in, in, in Angleton. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> going there, dude, going there and going, I have to go see my children that belong to me. They used to sleep under my roof and I, you know, I, uh, they're mine. Why do I have to go ask you permission? You know what I mean? And dude, I was like, how long is this going to last? And, and my sponsor, man, it's look, man, you just got to show them that you're going to get your shit together. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, it won't last long. Just be cool. Right. And just keep doing the deal. Keep doing what you're doing. And that mentoring that, hey, man, you're 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 a bad motherfucker. Don't worry about it, man. Yeah. And you show them that who you're made out of, you know, and here we are, man. Boom. It's just like a drop of a fucking hat. It seemed like that was just three years ago or last year. And here we are, man. And, you know, so it's it's been a uh, there. I mean, um. That for me, yeah, you know, man. That for me, it did it. You know, my children, especially Ricky. I mean, all my children, but especially her. Right. right. I'm gonna say this one more thing, and, and me, Robert called me the other day. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you the last amount of money that I ran out, <clears throat> the last money that I had before I went to the last rehab. <clears throat> Robert wanted a guitar, because he he wanted to play. He, he had he had, <clears throat> when I had money, 
before the money ran out, I'd got him an instructor to play guitar, teach him how to play guitar. And uh, I bought this one guitar for him, <clears throat> a Gibson. <clears throat> I made this deal, man, and I and I and I scored this cash and 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 from from it, I knew I was going in. I bought him this guitar, man, and and um and he learned to play on it, and he had it thirteen years, twelve years, and and now I uh, I recovered it. I, I have the guitar, and it's going on my wall. But uh, I remember this is this is the guitar. It's in my office. And that guitar, he he tried to get it back, and I said, "No, man, I'm sorry, you can't have it back." Uh, um, he gave it to me. Um, he tried to get it back yesterday. I said, "I'm sorry, you can't." Uh, it's going to my wall. And it's just it's it's very important to me because yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's something that I I did, even though I was using when I bought it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, that makes. Uh, Christopher said tonight's show. It's called the three R's of addiction. Mm. Ronnie, Raul, and Ricky. Damn, hey. we got to make sure about that. No, no shit. Woo. You didn't get it. You the even three read R's, that, right? I was like, damn, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Right. We appreciate it. Absolutely. <clears throat> Fucking tree. Right on. Yeah. Oh man, That's this. That's... Holy crap! We're going in an hour and a half. Damn, yeah, Ronnie, you man. can talk. Oh shit. <laughs> Ricky talks a lot. Let's see. I, I got the time. Right oh here. man. Raul's we started got, late too. No, no, no. Raul's got about eight minutes of talking. Ronnie's got seven. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky third, uh, an hour. You got the fucking rest. <laughs> an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, we I need to step up your games, man. Y'all need to quit leaving me alone in this deal, man. You you need to write some more notes, man. I don't need notes. No, I got it right here. For real. Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, good, man. I'm glad people Dad, joined you got, us. You got, man. Any, you got any closing? Closing comments. Yeah. Man. If you need help, ask for it. Yeah. Definitely. Recovery is possible. It is. If man. you work it and the lie is dead, we do recover. Right we on. We do recover. Right on. He said, I need to go to Ricky's school of podcasting. Fuck. <laughs> you don't want to go there, man. You don't want to hey, go there, man. You better clear the yeah. month. For real. <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> hey, as always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe. Share and if you missed it, this will be available on all pod. pod damn, I, see, I got that retainer. Uh -huh. all, all podcast platforms, platforms, yeah, as of tomorrow, right on. So, guys, thank you again, and we appreciate it. All right, thank you for joining us, man. And we'll see you next Wednesday, same time, same channel. Raul, uh, uh, Ronnie, um, the lie is dead. Why we do, we do we recover, recover, man? All right, stay, uh, stay vigilant, friends. We love you, Misty, right on. <laughs>